Are you ready to learn some phrasal verbs? Sit back, relax, grab a coffee, and get ready for some high-octane English lessons. Here we go. What is happening, my friends? My name is Ronan, and I am all jacked up on coffee. What does it mean if you're jacked up? That means you are energetic. That means you are buzzed. It means you have energy to burn. And I have had about 50,000 cups of coffee today. I just got back in from my run, and I am oozing energy. So today, we are going to learn some fast phrasal verbs. The very first phrasal verb is to bring about. Bring about. And that means to cause something to happen. For instance, the new government policy brought about significant change in the economy. The new government policy brought about significant change in the economy. Think about Argentina right now. Argentina elected a new president, or president I believe it is, and he is bringing about a huge amount of social change. He is a libertarian. He has cut welfare. He has cut spending by the government by a Octon, a huge amount of money. I have no idea if it's positive or negative, but his policies are bringing about significant change. His policies are causing significant change to happen. Another example. His innovative ideas brought about a revolution in the tech industry. His innovative ideas brought about a revolution in the tech industry industry. Can you think about a tech leader? Can you think about a tech company that brought about a revolution in the tech industry? Think about Apple. Think about Microsoft. Think about uh, Elon Musk. All of those guys are companies, like Steve Jobs for instance, they're bringing about or they brought about a revolution in the tech industry. So what does that mean exactly? Well, When Microsoft started, it brought about a revolution in the tech industry. Silicon Valley, that's a great example. Silicon Valley, Google it, look it up. That is the hub of tech in the United States. And they're always bringing about changes or bringing about a revolution in the tech industry. Elon Musk has brought about a revolution in space travel. He's making it cheaper. There's a private company, SpaceX, that go up and down nearly every day these days, launching satellites and bringing supplies back and forth to the ISS up in space. So Elon Musk's company has brought about a revolution in the space exploration industry, for instance. So to bring about is to cause something to happen. All right, phrasal verb number two, to cater Two, and the definition is to provide what is needed or desire, to meet someone's needs, okay? So to cater to. My name is Ronan and I cater to English learners. I cater to high-level English learners. I do not teach children. I have no interest in teaching children. I used to, but no more. There's many other teachers who cater to children and that's absolutely fine. There's many other teachers who cater to teaching low-level English and that's absolutely fine. There's some teachers who cater to only teaching pronunciation, a very smart niche. Me, I cater to... I don't know, random English people or random people who want to learn English in a random way. I don't really have a particular niche in that regard. So, here's an example of cater to. Number one, the luxury hotel caters to the needs of travellers with impeccable service. The luxury hotel caters to the needs of rich, 
fancy travellers with impeccable service. Have you ever been to a very, very, very fancy hotel? And I'm talking like the Ritz. I'm talking like one of the most expensive hotels you can think of. Did you ever see the, the TV show White Lotus? The White Lotus. Wonderful TV show. Write it down. Add it to your list. But the White Lotus is fictional. Yeah, it is fictional. And the hotel is completely fictional. But it's based about... The story is about a hotel that caters to the ultra-rich. And we're not talking about million... We're talking about multi-multi-multi-millionaires. We're not talking about like a six-figure salary. We're talking about a seven-figure salary only. In fact, I actually looked it up. And there are hotels that cost like over $50,000 a night. And those hotels cater to only the rich, only the absolute upper class. So... What do you think is the difference between a hotel that caters to the ultra, ultra, ultra rich compared to a hotel that caters to the uh, frugal traveller? What are some major differences you'd notice? I can think of a difference in terms of how the staff treat you, in how clean it is, in the uh, facilities of the hotel, in the amenities offered to the guests in the fancy hotel that caters to the ultra-rich compared to the frugal hotel that caters to the, uh, the lower class, the people like me, for example. Now, here's another example with cater to. The software company caters to a diverse range of clients offering tailored situations. The software company caters to a diverse range of clients offering tailored solutions. I got a buddy who has his own tech company, his own website development company, and they cater to small businesses in British Columbia. And it's a very, very good idea and a very very good niche that they have in fact they're getting bigger and bigger every year they're employing new people and I guess the companies that they cater to are also getting bigger and bigger the budgets are now bigger than what they used to be so his company caters to small businesses in British Columbia offering tailored solutions tailored tech solutions like websites forms orders whatever it is your company does they will cater to you for that so cater to to provide what is needed or desired to meet a person's needs okay if you work somewhere who does your company cater to can you answer that question oh i work for blah and we cater to blah 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 great english all right phrasal verb number three to phase out and this means to gradually discontinue or to stop using something For instance, the company decided to phase out the outdated technology in favour of more advanced systems. The company decided to phase out the outdated technology in favour of more advanced systems. So in that case there, you're working for a company and your computer is fairly old. Your colleague's computer is fairly old. All the computers are fairly old and they're deciding to phase them out. And that does not mean they switch them all immediately. But maybe this week we'll switch that computer for a new one. Next month we'll switch that one for a new one. And they do it bit by bit by bit. If they did it immediately, we wouldn't say phase out. Because phase out is to slowly or to gradually discontinue using something. So they decided 
to phase out the outdated technology. So imagine your company has 10 printers and these printers are like really old, they're archaic, they're always breaking down, they're slow, they're noisy, they're unreliable. Well, the company will start to phase them out and they might take away one printer and replace it with a brand spanking new printer. And then a couple of weeks later, you notice another one, another one, another one. That is the process of phasing it out. Another example. The government plans to phase out single-use plastics to promote environmental sustainability. The government plans to phase out single-use plastics to promote environmental sustainability. Great, relevant example. It's one that we see a lot these days. So, in this case, they're planning to phase out single-use plastics. What plastic do you only use one time and one time only? Probably a grocery bag that you get for free in the supermarket. Straws, for example. These are all single-use plastics. You use it once, you put it in the garbage, it goes to a landfill and it doesn't break down. It is terrible for the environment. However, a lot of companies, a lot of governments around the world are phasing out the single-use plastic. And it's a really, really, really good thing to do. Because let's be honest... Phasing out single-use plastic is necessary. I have a lot of views on this, though. I don't want to get into them too much. And I just feel sometimes it's a bit of a kick in the teeth when, you know, you have a straw and, yeah, you're using a, a paper straw and it's going great. And then you see a big truck drive by and it releases a load of fumes and you're thinking, well, what is the point? Anyways, to phase out in this case is to gradually discontinue or to stop using something. The store plans to phase out single-use plastics to promote environmental sustainability. In your country, what is the situation with single-use plastics? Are they popular? Are they unpopular? Do many people use them? Do many people get pissed off when companies decide to phase them out? Can you think of anything else that the government might try to phase out? There's so many examples of what people try to phase out. And sometimes they try to phase it out in such a way that nobody will notice, for instance. So, in this case, we had the first example, the company phasing out outdated technology in favour of more advanced systems. That's something I can get behind. And the other example, the government plans to phase out single-use plastics to promote environmental sustainability. Another great example. I think uh, fossil fuels. Fossil fuels are being phased out day by day. What are fossil fuels? It's like gas and oil, things that we can only use one time. And you know, we have to drill into the earth to get it. It is environmentally terrible. It is horrible with the work that goes on in oil sands and, and mines, for instance. And the government are trying to phase it out, but it's not easy. I think what, when they phase it out, they have to phase in something else. And they might try to phase in, say, electric vehicles. But they're not very reliable just yet. The battery might die. There might not be enough charge stations. And in fact, last week in Canada, or two weeks ago, in BC, it was like minus 25, minus 50 in Alberta and Calgary, of all freaking places. And as a result of that, all the electric cars died. And some of the charging stations wouldn't work. So, of course, the oil and gas crew were delighted with this news because they were like, huh, trying to phase out the oil and gas. Looks like you need us now, eh, buddy? So it's a real interesting one when a country tries to phase out fossil fuels. 
it is a hot topic in Canada, a very hot topic, because Canada makes a lot of money in the oil and gas sector. Alberta, in particular, makes so much money, money hand over fist, with the oil and gas sector. And they do not want people to phase out fossil fuels, because that is the backbone of their economy. The backbone of their economy. Write that down. The backbone. It's like the spine. It supports their economy. All right, the next phrasal verb. To brush up on. Ah, very relevant. And that is to review or to improve your knowledge or skills in a particular area. Think about something that you haven't done in a long time, that you haven't studied in a long time. It could be a language. It could be mathematics. It could be survival skills. I don't know. But... If you have an exam coming up or if you want to get back into it, you need to brush up on it. So example, before the exam, she decided to brush up on her understanding of complex mathematical concepts. Before the exam, she decided to brush up on her understanding of complex mathematical concepts. That means before the exam, she decided to review, to study her old notes so she could try and remember the complex mathematical concepts a little bit better. Another example. He took a language course to brush up on his Spanish before the business trip to Spain. Great, very relevant example. He took a language course to brush up on his Spanish before the business trip to Spain. So, he had Spanish before. Maybe he hasn't used it for a very, very long time. But now, he's going to Spain and he's thinking, shit, I better brush up on my Spanish before I go. I haven't spoken a word in about five years. I know it's in my head. I know it's there. But I need to brush up on it. Can you think of something you need to brush up on? Can you think of something you need to review or to improve your knowledge on? Is there a skill you need to brush up on and how would you do it? I'm planning, my wife and I are planning to move back to Ireland. Maybe this year. That's that's pipe dream anyways. We're thinking about it. And before I do, I'm going to need to brush up on driving again. Driving a manual car. Like in Canada, I'm driving an automatic car. It's easy. You put the foot down, you go, you brake, you stop, you put it in R and you reverse. However, a manual car requires more thinking and more skills. You know, you've got three pedals, not just two pedals in front of you. You've got a clutch, a brake, accelerator. You have a gear stick and you've got to find the right gear. You've got to know when to switch gear. You don't want to stall your car. You've got to get the clutch control. And this is all things that I need to brush up on before I go back to Europe because the majority of cars over there are manual cars. And I haven't driven a manual car in Holy shit, about eight or nine years now. So that is a very long time to not have driven a manual car. I'm really going to need to brush up on driving a manual car. All right? So, folks, those are some good, quick phrasal verbs for you. Number one, to bring about, to cause something to happen. Number two, to cater to. To provide what is needed or desired to meet someone's needs. Number three, to phase out, to gradually discontinue or to stop using. And number four, to review, uh, to brush up on, which is to review or to improve your knowledge or skills in a particular area. All right, and I have some questions for you with all these different phrasal verbs. Question number one. What societal changes have you witnessed that were brought about by government policies? Very deep question. 
What societal changes have you witnessed that were brought about by government policies? I can think of so many in Ireland. You know, in Ireland, we legalised divorce. In my lifetime, in Ireland, we have legalised divorce, legalised homosexuality, legalised same-sex marriage, legalised same-sex adoption, legalised abortion. So there has been a lot of change brought about by different governments in Ireland. And yes, there's been a huge societal change. Question number two. Can you think of a personal experience where your actions brought about a positive outcome? Guys, I can tell you one right now. For me, I'm off the sauce. I'm not drinking these days. And I feel great. I feel like a million dollars. So not drinking has brought about better sleep, better mood, better, uh, less bloating, for instance, for me. What about you? Can you think of a personal experience where your actions brought about a positive outcome? Number three. How do luxury hotels cater to their needs of their guests differently than budget accommodations? Great question. So luxury hotels, how do they cater to the needs of their guests compared to more budget accommodations? Question number four. In what ways can businesses cater to a diverse customer base effectively? Or how can your business cater to a diverse customer base effectively? Question number five. Have you ever experienced any products or technologies being phased out in your lifetime and how did it impact you? This is a question for millennials and further, I guess, and older. So I'm a millennial and I have seen so many products or technologies being phased out over time. When I was a kid, VHS was super popular as was cassette tape and VHS was phased out for DVD and DVD almost disappeared so quickly. It was the rage for a long time, but then streaming came and streaming just killed DVDs. It's insane how quick they were, I don't even know if I'd say phased out, but it's insane how quick they were made obsolete, DVDs. So in your lifetime, what technologies or products were phased out? All right, another question. Question number six. Do you think it is essential for governments to phase out environmentally harmful practices? Very deep question there. Quite controversial in some situations, but do you think it's essential for governments to phase out environmentally harmful practices? Question seven. Share a situation where you had to brush up on your skills or knowledge for a specific task. Share a situation where you had to brush up on your skills or knowledge for a specific task. And the last question, number eight, how do you usually go about brushing up on a language before a trip to a foreign country? Great, great question. Okay, folks. Well, that has calm me down a bit you know I was wired I was buzzed at the start of this podcast and now I'm feeling a little more calm a little more uh, down to earth as we say so I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going to probably drink another coffee I probably shouldn't but I'm immune to good advice so I'm going to drink a coffee and then I'm going to hit the road and go to work and teach some English there so I hope you're happy I hope you're healthy make sure to check out my website all that jazz links are in the description Have a fantastic day. Bye.